We all wanna be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. All right. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Positively Real podcast. I am your host and coach, Brittany King. And how are we feeling today, my friend? I always like to ask how we're feeling. It's always nice to have that intentional check-in because I know I woke up today feeling a little off and that's just a part of being a human. And that's what inspired me to record this episode today, because as I'm recording this episode, it's the day after mother's day and the day before my podcast goes live on Tuesday. And I just have a lot of thoughts and I have a lot of feelings about mother's day. Um, I hope that you had a beautiful day yesterday, however you chose to celebrate, or if you chose not to celebrate, we had a lovely day. We went for a hike, spent time with mother nature. I went and worked out. I got to ride podium in one of my favorite instructors spin class. I went and got my favorite uh, latte. I'm obsessed with the golden milk latte at LGO. They make their own nut milk and it is delicious. So I went and I enjoyed a latte. And then I came home and hung out with my mom. She came over and we had lunch. And then we went swimming with Ellie, which was so fun. And then we wrapped up the day having a early dinner with the fam. And it was just wonderful. And I was thinking about it. It was like this, like my husband was so sweet. He's like, how do I make this the most special day? And I was like, honestly, like what we do on Sunday already is so wonderful. You know, I have time for myself. I get to focus on myself. I get to spend time with my family. And that's all I really want to do. I didn't feel any pressure to do anything big or anything out of the ordinary. And I think I found so much peace in that space, but I also recognized that I was feeling a little off because a couple mother's days ago, it was really hard for me. I had experienced a miscarriage in 20 end of 2020. And that mother's day in 2021 was rough. It was very hard. And I could feel a little bit of that, which is so interesting because I never being in such a different place than where I was at that time, but having that feeling in my body. So that's what inspired this episode today. So I have a lot of post mother day thoughts and I want to share them with you. You know, the journey into motherhood is complex and it's incredibly emotional. And I thought I would share and of my experience and how I have worked through it being, you know, 15 months <laughs> um, into the journey. 15 months is just not a lot of time compared to the whole experience, but I do have perspective from where I was last year to where I am today. Um, but the, before I get into this episode, I do want to take a moment to share um to my mamas or women out there 
that have that that yesterday maybe wasn't a day full of joy and bliss because I know that Mother's Day can be emotionally charged for many of us. That was me a couple of years ago. So just wanting to know that I was thinking about you yesterday. And especially if you spent time on Instagram, there was momgrams everywhere and it was lovely. I was loving seeing what people were doing for Mother's Day and what their thoughts were. Um, but I do remember feeling super triggered when I was on Instagram and, um, I just remember that feeling that I had. And even though my experience right now is so different, I could still feel that in my body. So if you have a strained relationship with your own mother, or you've experienced loss of a mother figure in your life, or you've lost your mom, you know, 10 years ago or a couple months ago, or if your journey into motherhood was, difficult, if you've been challenged by fertility struggles, um, loss, or other challenges, I just want to let you know that I see you and your experience is valid. What you are feeling is valid. There is nothing wrong. Even if you're living the most amazing life and everything is great, if you've been challenged by fertility um, and you're not where you thought you would be, I just want you to honor how you're feeling. I want you to give yourself permission. I just want to offer you that you can give yourself permission to be a human and to feel all of your feelings. You know, whatever comes up is allowed to be there, whether that's sadness, anger, frustration, or any other difficult emotion. By allowing yourself to feel those emotions, you are opening up to the underlying emotion of love that is there. It's just buried under all of those other emotions. And that's a part of what I want to talk about on this episode. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about the 50-50 of being a human. I'm going to talk about my own experiences throughout uh, postpartum and just new, mo new momhood, motherhood. And then I'm going to talk about emotions in the body and give you some tangible, tactical things that you can do to help process when difficult emotions come up. So when I went to bed last night, I was reflecting on mother's day and the emotions that I was feeling. And, you know, when I woke up, I felt so much gratitude, just so much gratitude. Ellie, my daughter is just a magical human being and just watching her become more and more alert and aware of herself, her body in the world is just the greatest gift. Seeing the world through her eyes is something that I will cherish and appreciate for the rest of my life. Everything is, ah, oh, everything is wonder. And it's just incredible. The feeling that I get when I'm with her is indescribable. Love is a part of it, but there's something so much deeper. And I don't know if there's actually a word for it. And at the same time throughout the day, I felt anxious. I felt fear and it didn't mean anything was wrong. I acknowledge that where I'm currently at in my life, I've never been. And I never thought I would be here. I would never thought I would be living this life. And you've heard me talk about this on the podcast before about expanding your capacity 
And if something is new to you, if you haven't felt a certain emotion or you haven't had a certain experience in your life, your brain is going to freak out. It's going to feel like this is uncomfortable. This is dangerous. We need to abort and go back to the safety and comfort of what you already know, which a lot of it is an anxiety producing um, or anxiety producing thoughts. Now, I do want to pause and back up a second, because if you're listening to this podcast and you are not a mother and you have no plans to be a mother, or if you are just going through something else in your life that's challenging you, I want you to just apply the topics in this episode to any area in your life, any circumstance, because this really just applies. Motherhood, becoming a parent is a circumstance. That's something that has happened. It's a neutral thing. And then there's the thoughts about that circumstance that create the emotion. So no matter where you're at in your life, you're always going to feel 50-50. And I'll explain what I mean because I think motherhood for me has been the ultimate example of 50-50, but this really can apply to any area in your life. This could apply to a new job. This could apply to a new relationship. This can apply to a concert experience. Like it literally can apply to anything. So I don't want you to tune out if you are not a mom or you have no intention of becoming a parent, because this really does apply to all areas of our life. I'm just specifically talking about motherhood because Mother's Day was yesterday and I had all this stuff come up. So I wanted to share with you. Um, Okay. So like I said, woke up with gratitude. And then as the day went on, there was anxiety and there was fear. And in the past, I used to think that there was something wrong with me when I felt that way. And I would just shove it down and I would avoid. And I noticed myself falling into those patterns. I was checking Instagram. Like I was just doing things that were hiding from myself because I just didn't want to deal with that emotion. But it's so fascinating because the more familiar you become with the emotions, the more you get to know yourself, the more you realize that nothing's wrong and you can just make space for it. And so I understood what was going on just to be in this place, just so everything I could ever want, I have, and it's uncomfortable. And I have to work daily to expand my capacity to having it. And Mother's Day just brought up all of that stuff. So Like I said, I used to think something went wrong, but now I just know it's part of being human. And motherhood is just the ultimate example to me of living 50-50. So what I mean by that, living 50-50, the human experience is made up of 50% positive emotions and 50% negative emotions. And so when I say positive and negative, I don't mean good or bad. I don't like to label things good or bad, especially emotions, because they're not good or bad. They just are emotions, but they are emotions that feel good, like joy, excitement, peace, love. And then there's feelings that are unpleasant, like frustration, disappointment, sadness, fear, And so what happens is in our effort to be happy all the time, we try to stay away from the discomfort that we actually need to help us evolve and grow to our next level, to help us allow our dreams to come true. So the only way that you can actually create the dreams that you want, your, your, the ideas that you have for your life is you have to be willing to embrace the 50% negative. You know, in our effort to be happy all the time, we ignore the 50% negative, which actually means we're ignoring a part of ourselves. So we have to be willing to try things and fail and then get back up if we want to accept the emotional balance all of the time, because 
everything that we want, you know, that, that quote, everything you want is on the other side of your comfort zone. Everything you want is on the other side of fear, whatever that quote is. It's true because if you allow yourself to feel the emotion, right? If you feel the anxiety, if you feel the fear, if you feel the frustration, any emotion that comes up, what you want is just waiting on the other side. And that was especially true for me yesterday. You know, when I felt anxious, I just allowed myself to be with it. I allowed myself to be with it because then when I was back in the the pool, hanging out with my daughter, we were splashing and she was just giggling. I felt so much joy in my body. I could cry right now, just thinking about that experience. And I just imagine if I ignored the anxiety that I was feeling, if I was ignoring that emotion, I wouldn't have been able to fully be in that moment with her. And this is so important because this is what makes up being a human being. This is the human experience. This is what we agreed to when we were like, all right, we're coming to earth. However, we, whatever we need to learn at our school, this is what it is. It's how to be a human. It's how to feel all of our emotions. And this is particularly hard because our society has made feeling our emotions a bad thing. You know, we live in a world that tells us that we're too sensitive to shove it down, to ignore it. So then we think we something is wrong when we are feeling emotions, when in fact, there's nothing that's wrong. It's just we're a human being. And when we're not happy all the time, that also means that we're doing it right because we're not supposed to be happy all of the time. We are just, it, it is so unrealistic because if something terrible happens in the world, we don't want to have to choose thoughts that make us feel happy. You know, our thoughts are always creating how we feel. And even if we're not aware of the thoughts, there is some belief pattern, there is some experience that we had thoughts about that create how we feel. And this means if you want to be happy all of the time, when you lose someone or there's an injustice in the world that you don't agree with, you would have to be happy about it. And we don't, we don't want that. I mean, at least I don't want that. I want to be able to feel those emotions. I want to feel angry. I don't want to feel okay about things that I don't agree with happening. This really allows me to stay in alignment with who I am and who I want to be in the world. So if you if you allow yourself to have the human experience, which means feeling the 50% positive and negative, especially when you are in parenthood, if when you are becoming a mother, this allows you to be available and connect with your children at such a deeper level. So how do we reconcile living a life that we're responsible for, right? So what I mean by that is we are responsible for what we think and how we feel while also embracing that half of our life that is hard and painful. How do we reconcile this? Well, the answer is consciously and deliberately. And this is so important in becoming a parent. I have any, I've just scratched the surface. I have not done any sort of parenting yet. I mean, that's a lot. I have done parenting, but up until this point, I have done a great job of keeping a tiny human alive. I have met all of her basic needs and it's been just so fascinating. It's been fascinating what's come up for me in that experience, but also as the parenting begins to evolve as she has thoughts and opinions and emotions, the way that I'm going to embrace the discomfort that comes with that is by being conscious and deliberate about what I think and how I feel. You just always have to be on to yourself. You always have to be 
intentional about what you're thinking because your brain is always going to default to the negative. It's always going to default to the unconscious, especially when you're experiencing a negative emotion. Our brain's number one motivator. We talk about the motivational triad. The number one motivator of our brain is to avoid pain. And so if we're, we associate pain with the difficult emotions that we feel. So when we're experiencing a difficult emotion and we don't have the skills to process it or allow it, we default to unconscious. We default to our phone. We default, default to eating uh, food that doesn't make us feel good. We default to online shopping, over drinking, all of the things. When if we just allow ourselves to be with it and we're conscious of it, that allows us to get to the other side and experience the magic that is on the other side. So that's the 50-50 of life. And I think the first thing to do, especially if in motherhood, is to just embrace it. You know, I think about Instagram. It's like, I look at my feed and you see all these lovely photos of me and my daughter and our family. And I will say there's so much love and it is so magical and it feels so good. And you see that 50%, but then the other 50% is the fear. The other 50% is the worry. The other 50% is the insecurities. The other 50% is the comparison. I mean, there is this whole other side of my experience that you don't see all the time. You know, I talk about it very openly. I talk about it with my friends, family, my clients. I don't hide it, but it's really easy to look at someone's life and be like, oh, like they have it all figured out. Everything is working perfect, whatever. But that's not true. It's impossible to have that 100% positive experience all of the time. So I want to talk about my experience with postpartum anxiety, because this was really fascinating. I knew that, that, that postpartum was going to be a trip. I knew this. I spent more time preparing for postpartum than I did my birth. I read books. I listened to podcasts. I did all of the things. I got all the things in place. I got the support that I needed and it kicked my ass still. And I had never dealt with such scary, intrusive thoughts in my life. The, you know, after the initial like bliss where wore off, that's when the fear <laughs> set in. And I had so many scary thoughts. It was some of the thoughts I can't even say out loud because they were so scary and they were so violent and so intense. And so I understand what anxiety means. Anxiety is a signal of data. It's letting me know that some pay attention. It's a primitive response that is connected to fear. Fear is a signal to our body to pay attention. It's And it's really important. And it made so much sense to me when I understood my the postpartum anxiety and what our brains are designed to do. My brain was just telling me to take, pay attention. Never in my life had I ever been in charge of a tiny human. And it's so fascinating because I was a nanny. I was a babysitter. I, I was driving children around, never had any of those fears. I was so confident. And then I didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind. And then it's just been so fascinating how my brain being a new mom offers all of the terrible things that could happen. I see danger just before it happens. It is so interesting. And I'm so grateful because I have a coach. I knew how to work with it. It didn't make it easier. I'm not going to say that it was easier for me to work through. I just didn't make it mean anything bad about myself. I didn't make it mean that there was something wrong with me. I didn't make any of that. I just had to, I don't even want to say deal with it. 
work with it. I had to work with it. And in the beginning, it was really intense, but then I would talk about it and it would take away the intensity. Uh, sometimes I joke about it with my husband. I'll tell him <laughs> what my thoughts are. And he'll be like, okay. And he doesn't make it wrong. He doesn't shame me for it, but we kind of joke about it after I say it out loud because it gives, it takes away the power of the irrational thought, the intensity of it. <laughs> I'll tell a funny story, a quick one. Uh, one time I was on a walk with my dog and Ellie and I find a phone in the middle of the street and in the past I would have picked up that phone and be like oh my god I need to find the owner of this phone but I was on I was on I called Brian I was like I just found a phone in the street he's like yeah are you gonna find the owner I was like what if someone just got kidnapped and their phone fell out of the car and now I just went into this whole terrible scenario of what could have happened here. And I was like, ah, now I'm going to be getting involved with this and they're going to find me and they're going to find Ellie. And then Brian, he just goes, yeah, no, that could have happened. Or they might've left their phone on top of the car and it fell off. And I was like, you know, it's probably a good, that, that's probably what happened. But my brain went to that terrible place at first. And instead of making it wrong, I just acknowledged that my, my brain has completely changed and it sees things differently because my brain's job is for protection and survival of tiny human. And it's just one of those things where the more that you understand and work with it and allow yourself to be okay with it, the better off your experience will be. It doesn't make it, you know, it doesn't make it that you don't have these negative thoughts. It just makes it less wrong because you can fall into a, a really dark spiral if you don't give yourself space from it. If, if you if you do make it wrong, if you listen to them all of the time. You know, the thing about anxiety and fear that is so important is checking in with if it's rational and if you can do something about it right away. You know, for me, it's when I say those scary thoughts out, out loud, I'm like, okay, this is a valid fear. This is a totally valid fear. And the likelihood of this happening is not, it's not very high, but at least I can acknowledge it and not ignore it because the more you ignore something, the more it grows, it grows, it grows, it grows. And that's what really helped me work through the postpartum anxiety. I will say now that I'm at 15 months, it is minimal, like very minimal. And if they comes up, I just understand how to work with it. And it's so important to be able to do that and not ignore the emotions that come up. It's just, here it is. I'm acknowledging it. And now I can move through it. I will say though, if it becomes to the point where it's crippling and you can't do anything and you have, you're, you're physically stuck. It is so important to reach out for help. There are so many amazing resources out there for postpartum help in, in particular that I a hundred percent support. And I honestly, if I got, if I didn't get, um, out of that bubble in the first four to five months, I a hundred percent would have seek professional help because I had a coach and I do the work, but if it was, if it overwhelmed me to the point where I couldn't do anything about it, I definitely would have sought out help, but I, I didn't need to because I had the support that I needed. I had a coach, I had uh, my own tools and I also do a lot of body work, a lot of somatic releasing. So it helps me really work through those emotions. So they didn't get stuck in my body. So this is the 50, 50 that 
most people don't see, right? They see the happy mom, the happy baby, the, the beautiful family, but they don't see that postpartum anxiety, right? They don't necessarily see the mom guilt, the comparison, the comparison. Um, you don't see what other things, the scary intrusive thoughts, the mom guilt, the comparison trap. I mean, those were some real, oh, and then body insecurity. You know, you don't see these things because we only focus, like we, we present ourselves in a way um, out there in the world that doesn't tell that story. But I just do think it's so important to acknowledge it. And again, I'm not sharing this for you to like, oh, send me any sympathy or to tell me, um, you know, give me resources. I am sharing this to normalize the experience. You know, if you are new to motherhood or you're about to become a mom, or even if you're a seasoned vet, even if you have multiple children, this experience is so normal. And I do I don't think it's talked about enough. You know, we do focus so much on just be happy. You have a beautiful family and healthy children, which is wonderful, but we don't want to ignore this other 50%. That is really hard. You know, it's hard. It's not easy. You know, the, I think for me, the hardest thing that I dealt with other than the postpartum anxiety, which I felt like I had that under control. The hardest thing that I dealt with was the identity crisis. I was not expecting that. I, I read about it talk to other people about it, but man, that identity crisis after baby is real. Turns your whole world upside down. Even having conversations or doing things that you once liked to do feels totally different. And I will say now that I'm 15 months out of it, I feel so much more grounded and confident in who I am and what I'm doing. And it just took that time. It took losing myself to find myself. You know, when I gave birth, I birthed a new version of myself and I had to get to know her again. And it takes time. It takes time to build a new relationship. And I can comfortably and confidently say how much I love her and how grateful I am for everything that she went through to get me to here today. There are highs, there are lows and everything in between. And if I didn't allow myself to be with my emotions, I don't think I would be in this place right now. And I will say, even though I'm in this place right now, I am still experiencing 50% positive and 50% negative. And yesterday was such a beautiful example of that. So I want to talk about the emotions in our, in our body, because the mind body connection is real. You cannot deny it. You cannot deny it. We don't even have to go all sciencey right now. You just have to take a moment to really listen to your body after you think a thought. So really listen, try it right now. Think a thought on purpose. It could be, I love learning. It could be something about what you're doing today. It could be thought about yourself and then just listen in your body. What does that create? What vibration does that create? We select our emotions on purpose by what we think. Now, this doesn't mean that you need to select thoughts that make you feel happy and positive all the time, right? Like I said, in my example is, you know, you, you see 50% positive on people's social media, the high highs, but what you don't see is what's on the other side. Okay. What you don't see is that 50% negative experience and being open and allowing yourself to feel all the fears 
and not ignore the parts of yourself allows you to experience the joy and happiness on the other side. This is so important because once you allow yourself to be in this place of understanding and accepting that being a human is 50-50, this gives you that full permission to enjoy your life. And when you're not feeling positive, that means that you are living the experience. When you are not allowing yourself to feel those negative emotions, you end up hiding from yourself and that creates a negative consequence in your life. So if you are doing things that are avoidant behaviors that are suppressing behaviors like social media, drinking, over drinking, overeating, this is how you hide from yourself. And so when you hide from yourself, you cannot grow. You cannot evolve. The only way to grow your capacity is to allow yourself to feel. And I've experienced this on smaller levels, but I will say motherhood has really opened me up to this understanding. And I have experienced it on a deep inner knowing because the beginning of becoming a parent, it was just so terrifying. You just like, I don't wanna mess this up. I'm so afraid of this little tiny human that seems so fragile and vulnerable and they just hundred percent depend on me. And then as you start doing it, as time goes on, you feel more confident, you feel more confident, you feel more confident and your capacity grows more and more and more. You know, a lot of times, you know, our thoughts create how we feel. That's our conscious thoughts, but also our subconscious thoughts. So our bodies are incredibly intelligent and our bodies hold on to the emotions and experiences that we have. So sometimes a circumstance triggers a hidden or unconscious thought, and then we feel it in our body first before we are aware of what thought created it. So 20% of our nerves send signals from the brain to the body. So only 20%. And then 80% of our nerves send signals from the body to the brain. So this is so interesting because even though we know our thoughts create how we feel, we are often more aware of the signals in our body first before we uncover the thought that created it. And the thought is always hiding in the shadows of our subconscious. That's why it's so important to have a daily practice to release uh, hidden emotions because it's the, the, the emotions that are hidden in our body is what creates the message to our brain, which is telling us that something is wrong, that we need to fix it, that we need to hide, that we need to get, you know, we need to go into cover because there's something that seems like a threat or a danger when that's not actually what's happening. You know, rationally, we know that, but in our body, we don't. So we have to have daily practices that help you release that energy. So one of my favorite exercises is body tapping. And you might've heard of the tapping of your face where you tap out the the emotions and then you, or the tap out the, the negative thoughts, and then you tap in positive thoughts. That's a part of it. But what I like to do, if I'm feeling a negative response in my body is I set a timer for three to five minutes and I do this body tapping. So I go all around my body and I tap from my head and I tap to my throat, my jaw, anywhere that's holding tension, my hips, I tap it out. 
And even just that three minutes helps me feel more anchored and grounded into my body, into the present moment. And when I do that, I realize there's no threat. Everything is good. We are taken care of. And that's the place that we want to make decisions from. We don't want to make decisions for ourselves, for our families, when we're in a place of fear, when we're in a place of fight or flight. So being able to connect to your body, to release the stored up emotions allows you to be very anchored and grounded as you make decisions and as you move through your day. So I really, I felt very compelled to share this episode with you because I think, you know, we, we hear either the 50% negative of motherhood, right? We feel about all the terrible things, uh, but then we also ignore the, the positive, wonderful things. And I think it's just important to talk about both, talk about the 50-50, because through my experience, the negative that I have, that I have, have endured has made them amazing experiences on the other side, just so much more meaningful, so much more impactful. There's just these simple moments that happen in our day that I'm so grateful that I'm grounded and present for because they seem on the outside, they would seem so like, so, um, minor, but on the inside, they feel so big, like moments of just laying in the playroom and Ellie just starting to giggle and laugh, um, or her, the way that she says, mama, she says it like mama, and it just melts my whole entire body. The way that she laughs and she tells a joke, like she literally makes jokes and then she laughs at her own jokes. And it is the most amazing thing. Um, even when we are just on our hikes and she's behind me and I can't see her and she just taps my head gently or puts her hand on my shoulder. You know, these are really small moments, but because I'm present and grounded, I get to experience the magic of it. And if I'm not present or grounded, or I'm worried about what could happen, I miss out on those. And that's why I felt really compelled to share that with you, because whether or not you're a parent, this is just life in general. We miss out on our life when we're spending so much time trying to avoid how we're feeling. And again, it is so unconscious. We're not even aware of it. So one of the things, one of the questions I want to leave you with and help you uncover if you are allowing yourself to feel negative emotion is asking yourself, in what ways do I hide from myself? And this isn't a question for you to judge yourself or be critical or mean or hard on yourself. This is a question just for curiosity. So you could understand and uncover that awareness. And then once you have the awareness, that's when you can shift into the exercise that I shared you. The body tapping, right? I, you can shift into intentional thinking when you are feeling a negative emotion and your default is to reach for Instagram, pausing, taking a breath and asking yourself, well, what do I want to pay attention to right now? Do I want to reach for my phone and go to Instagram or do I want to just be present with myself? Because the more present you are with yourself, the more space that you give yourself, the more stillness that you experience, the more open you are for your life. So that is what I have for you today, my friend. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you're local and you're in Phoenix, I am leading a workshop for mamas at Body, which is a, an amazing studio in Scottsdale. And this is one of the things we'll be talking about, the 50-50 of being a mom. We're going to talk about mindfulness and self-care, how to take care of ourselves during um, motherhood, because it's so easy to put our needs last, but it is so important that our needs are actually first. So if you are around on Sunday and you want to fill your cup up, come and join us it's at 1215 and it's going to be so much fun. 
So if you um, are interested, the link to sign up or in the show notes, you can send me a message on Instagram. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear your thoughts about it. So please send me a message. And if you are enjoying the podcast, as always, I would be so grateful for a review. Your reviews are how I spread this message and share it with more people. So please, if you haven't, I would be so grateful for one. All right, my friends, thank you so much for your time. I hope that you are giving yourself permission today to feel however you are feeling and just know that it is completely valid and real. All right, until next time, remember to love yourself, feel your emotions and let your light shine because you are so worthy of it. Until next time.